I think I'm having an art attack. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Art Attack with your host, the extraordinary, ridiculously talented, and articulate, able dialectician, Lizzie Dastin. And we are back from break. And of course, myself, uh, Bua. And today is a very unusual day because we have an incredible guest, somebody that I'm actually a fan of, which is kind of intimidating, and somebody who is Lizzie's friend, which I didn't know that till she sprung it on me and then I got all jealous. <laughs> and she is Julia the Jeopardy champion. Or do you go by Julia Jeopardy or? Well, my Twitter handle is Jeopardy Julia. So Jeopardy call Julia. Me that, That's cool. <laughs> you can just call me Julia. Now, are you the most, just to get this out before we start talking about art, are you the most winning female in the history of Jeopardy? Yes. Yes. And the second most winning person in the history of Jeopardy. So if Ken Jennings dies, you will be the most winning, living Jeopardy champion. Exactly. Okay, exactly. interesting. And how is, how is his health, by the way? <laughs> you know, it seems okay. I'll, I'll ask some questions when I see him Okay, you know, that's an tomorrow. interesting thing. And Julia is in town because Jeopardy is doing a new innovative game show where they have Team Jeopardy. And Julia is the team captain, and she has a team of three, and we're filming this week, or she's filming this week. I will just be a <laughs> fangirling this week. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on it too. It's very exciting. I'm so excited that you're coming, Lizzie, because you are my number one fan, maybe even more than my mom, but probably about the same. So you've been to more of the tapings. You've been my my most loyal guest at the show. So I can't imagine doing it without you, and I'm so glad you can come. Well, thank you. I love you to bits, and I have loved you since we first met. I was 17. We went to college together, and we took art history together the entire time. Yeah. And we have gone on trips and seen art in Mexico City. No, she's not talking about acid. She's talking about like trips. No, no, the acid trips are just me. Okay, just making sure. You weren't talking about mescaline or LSD trips, just literal trips. Isn't mescaline a lettuce? Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Touche. Lizzie. So listen, this is really important because this shows just the fact that we have Jeopardy Julia here, that we are a cerebral intellectual show. This is not dumbed down, typical Bua stuff. This is real, highbrow, art world stuff. And what is your, besides probably knowing everything about art from a, I know you, you, you already, I, I know you do though. You know probably way more than the average person about art. That's Nobody fair. knows more. By the way, I will say this, and I'm sure you know this, I've been painting and drawing since I was about four mm-hmm. and studying art, literally like reading everybody's biography and just I'm obsessed with art and art history. Mm-hmm. I've never met anyone in my life that knows more about art history than Lizzie. I agree. It's I very, agree. and that's, that's, it's crazy. So nobody knows more than her. If it was an art history category, you would win. You probably lose in everything else. Every but, other thing. Yeah. But that's very, very kind of you. Thank you. But Julia, she studied voraciously for all of those years in college and after. And she's my favorite person to get to go to a museum with. So I think that she's right there. And I hope that you have art history categories in Jeopardy. Fingers crossed for that. I will keep my fingers crossed. They they have a fair number of of questions about it. And it is nice because I think, oh, I, I know these. And a lot of times I think, oh, you know, I remember seeing this or... Um, you know, I remember it from from 
college. You know, I have these vivid memories of sitting in a dark room looking at a slide projector. And so it is It is always really fun when, when I get those clues. And then there are things I remember seeing with you on our trips, which is always really, that's extra special when you're like, oh, this is a special memory, like a fun memory. Now, I'd like to also say that the reason that you're her favorite person to go to the museums with is because when I go, she's getting a contrarian opinion. And she hates, <laughs> she hates anything, anyone who doesn't agree with her. That <laughs> that is, that's the only reason why I'm not number one. Otherwise, I'm definitely number one. Absolutely. 100%. And to put you on the spot a little bit, we researched do, some of do, the do, Jeopardy do, questions do, that relate do, to art. Do. Okay. So I thought that I could ask you some. Justin can ask you some. And this can be like review, mm. a little review sesh Perfect. before. That's what I need. I need some review. <laughs> this, by the way, does not reflect how incredibly brilliant she is. These are our myopic questions? No, or these, no. Oh, these are Jeopardy these questions? These are questions oh that God, actually appeared awesome. on Jeopardy. Cool. Okay, cool. If they were oh, our questions, mine would all relate to women and bodies. Perfect. <laughs> of course they would, yes. Of course. And mine would all relate to urban art and graffiti. So. And Rembrandt. Right, and Rembrandt. <laughs> <laughs> so are you ready? Don't be intimidated. And yeah, if I don't really know tough. these, I will pretend like I do. Mm-hmm. So just... Just to be on a tangent, I was at the Wallace Collection in London. I was in London a few weeks ago. Okay. And Lizzie, has you've been there. Um, I had never heard of it. And my cousin, who I was visiting, sent me there. And there was this portrait of Rembrandt and his son. A Rembrandt son, and then it was across from one of him. And I'd never seen a portrait of his son. Me neither. And it was this, like, beautiful... You could see the resemblance, and then... So they had a big, bulbous nose, the child, yeah. with the... Well, he was like a young man. He wasn't even a child. It wasn't like the p- portraits of Jean Remore, who, you know, he's like a little boy with that beautiful red hair. But um, no, it was like really, it was really sweet because you see so many self-portraits of uh-huh. Rembrandt. I'd never seen any of his family. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't think that I can recall seeing that either. Sorry to divert from no, the topic. No, it's, it was, no, like, it was no, so it's cool. fascinating because I'm, yeah. I'm kind of... Rembrandt obsessed. I always say that the quintessential artist in the world is Rembrandt. Mm-hmm. He is the greatest painter of all time because he is able to take emotional power of painting, which I think portraiture is all about capturing the essence and the spirit of someone's soul and mm-hmm. the sitter, which is almost impossible to do, but Rembrandt does it in spades. And he does it with such technical facility that it's almost like makes me itch and fear that I will never be as good and then I want to kill myself. But that, and I say that in the greatest way ever. I mean, yeah, when he's so prolific, I went to a show of his prints maybe 10 years ago and it was, they had prints, you know, he'd have different states of the plate. And so it'd be these like Bible scenes and there'd be, you know, one would be really light and the figures would all be really well defined and then one would be really shadowy because mm-hmm. it was like the fourth state of the plate. And it was just incredible. And it's like that he thought about things in such a, I don't know. I don't want to say strategic way, but he was so thoughtful and so, yeah, so totally in touch with how things were viewed. And then, you know, like that you, that we have this evidence of his thought process and, and all that. It's just amazing. He, he, he was remarkable. an incredible drafts person. And you could also, he wasn't a drafts person like a uh, Peter Paul Rubens or John Singer Sargent who was a virtuoso. So they were like more like Mozart. For me, Rembrandt is the visual Beethoven where you could feel the struggle. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it too. I could feel like, oh, that's full of struggle. That's full of angst. Mm-hmm. Not in a Kurt Cobain angst way, but in a like, God damn, he really, he really went through that piece. And it was rough. Like you feel how rough it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was clearly gifted, but he didn't have that 
ridiculous prodigy gift, Mm -hmm. which, you know, and I always say this, that Picasso said it best when they said, when he finally got a painting in the Louvre, you know, first contemporary artist sent a painting in the Louvre and he says, where where do you want, where do you want your first painting to be? And he goes, anywhere except next to a Rembrandt. Because if you walk into a room with a Rembrandt, all you see is Rembrandt. He will dwarf my work. There is no point being in a room with a Rembrandt. And that's how I feel too. Like when I look at a Rembrandt, <laughs> I can't even see anything on the wall. Meanwhile, there's like a Holbein and an Albrecht Durer or whatever. You just don't see it. You're just like, huh, look at this Rembrandt. And then everything just goes and you like focus in on Rembrandt. Julia, which artist, or who's made the biggest impact on you? Don't say me just because I'm in the room. I really, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. It just did, did, did. Go ahead. Gosh, that's such an interesting question. I'm trying to, and now I'm thinking back to when I was a kid and- you know, in Chicago, we have the Art Institute, and the Impressionists are really the big draw. And so that's probably the art I remember the most. Um, or, you know, that's, that's yeah, looms the largest in my, my whole life. So so maybe some of the Impressionists say, I always loved the um, George Kayabat, the Paris Street Rainy Day. Um, and I don't know that he has made the biggest impression on me. But Is that it was, the one where they're carving the floor? No, there's there, it's people walking down the street oh, in the yeah, rain. Oh, yeah, no, I know that. It's more yeah. representational yeah. than yeah. a typical yeah. Impressionist. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's strictly Impressionist, but he was a contemporary, obviously, of the Impressionists and was kind of a rich guy, so I know he was a big patron of other artists. But, you know, it's it's a painting where your perspective is that you're another person walking down the street towards mm-hmm. this couple. And so it, it felt very accessible when I was a kid, and it was something, a painting that resonated with me even when I thought – all the art was really boring and really only liked seeing the armor or they had these miniature dollhouse rooms that I mm. oh, I love those rooms. Yeah, and so that was that's a painting that I remember feeling a connection with, which you know I can't say he's my favorite artist or it's my favorite painting, but that's one that 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 kind of grabbed me even when I was a kid. Mm. I think mine was Botticelli's Birth of Venus because when I started studying art history, I was in the ninth grade. And my history teacher, I was just besotted with her, Miss Homer, and all I wanted was to impress her. And we did an art history unit at this time. And so I thought, all right, I'm just going to learn everything I can, soak it all up. And Birth of Venus was the painting that I found most magnificent because I had grown up with that Greek mythology book that I'm sure you had to, mm-hmm. Justin and I have talked yeah. about it. The and there, Dolaires. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And there is a an illustration of the Venus rising from the sea with the half shell that is just so beautiful. And there are these glittering shells and her hair is so lovely. And so I've always identified with that as really my introduction into art. And I remember the first time I saw it in Florence, I wept. And I was young. I wanted to think of myself as a cool kid. I'm not going to even go to a museum, let alone be so transfixed by the art inside. And I was. And I think that art has this beautiful possibility of just transporting you into an emotional space. And for mm-hmm. me, that was it. Cool. But yeah, but that's not the kind of art that I like the most. So it's interesting. It's the same for you, I'm sure, too. Mm-hmm. Right? Where impressionism is not your favorite movement, but it's how you got started. Yeah. It, it's, I feel like I'm always surprised by what really grabs me too. And that's mm-hmm. something that it's such a fun part of seeing art in person mm-hmm. You're seeing something live. You think you, you, you reproductions don't capture the dynamism of a, of a painting, you know, so often. And so it's such a, 
you don't know, you know, it's like, like you say, you get tunnel vision, you'll be walking around and you'll just, you'll just turn and walk back towards something and you'll just stand there. And that's, yeah, that's, that's always such a special, a special part of going to museums and seeing things for, in person, or if you really wanted to see something, um, like I, I told you that I, I wanted to see the Ghent altarpiece since this class we took in college about 15th and 16th century Dutch and Netherlandish painting, which I just loved the work much more than I ever thought I would, but I wanted to see the Ghent altarpiece and I got to see it, um, a few weeks ago. I made a special trip, uh, <laughs> while I was in London visiting my cousin and, um, she came along with me and it's in this room that's not much bigger than the room we're in now. It's in this glass case, so you can walk all around it because it's a triptych. You know, they um, have it open, and it just, you know, you're, I was in there with maybe eight or ten other people, and it was magnificent. That's a nice way to view it. Yeah, you know, I could take my time. I could look at every panel, and it was, yeah, it was just spectacular. Oh, I love that. All right, let's play some games. Okay. okay. And again, all of these questions are questions that have appeared on Jeopardy, so mm-hmm. please if you are going to get credit, you must answer as if we are on Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, I love this one because now I feel so self And by the way, we'd like to give you a hint. The category is art. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. We're, we're on oh, the same page. Justin, I forgot about this. So on one of the episodes that I saw Julia film, there was a whole category on Norman Rockwell. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you would have slayed. The whole thing Sometimes was on I Rockwell. Sometimes I slay art and then other times I like, I'll miss one and I don't know why. And then I'm all, sometimes I feel like, ah, it's misleading. Sometimes the questions could be misleading or they could be open-ended and, but you know, that's just me being a sore loser, to be honest. Well, that's really what that is. Sometimes you know, you know too much. You know, you're you're thinking about things in a more complex way and it should just be the most, what, what to most people would be the obvious answer is the right one. But if you know more than, more than the average. I'm going to ask her a question first before these, because okay. these are questions that she's probably going to know the answers to, but do you know where Norman Rockwell was originally from? I know that he lived as an adult in Stockbridge, Correct. Massachusetts. I've been to that, the museum there. Excellent. Now, but do I, you know where he is from? But I don't, originally? I don't know where he's from originally. He's from my neighborhood in the Upper West Side of New York City. Really? 101st Street and Riverside Avenue. Yes, I know more yeah. than you. Well, that's no, so I, interesting. I know nothing. And did he grow up there? And- he did probably, t- I think, till he was five. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that really counts. But the fact that he was from the Upper West Side of New York City is very interesting. Well, do you think that made him um, romanticize kind of rural Americana more? Uh, because he came from the city. Mm-hmm. You know what? I've studied Rockwell and his biography, and I have. I just think he was just obsessed more with uh, America, and I think America mm-hmm. was more. Yeah, I guess the Americana energy was just so suburban, and because mm-hmm. I think he was more influenced by his his later life. Okay. I just think it's a weird factoid. I mean, he does city stuff, but I, yeah. he's very Americana suburb, rural life. Uh, as where for me, I grew up in New York until I was 20, 21. Uh-huh. And I didn't come here until I was 22 to California. So, uh, I was really obsessed with New York city and like the birth of hip hop and, you know, like mm-hmm. just New York, the, the real gritty city life. Yeah. But Rockwell, I think Rockwell was just affected by 
I think that was just where he was from. But it's an interesting that is really Jeopardy interesting. thing. Alex, you can have that one if you want. It's up to <laughs> you. Okay, go All right, ahead. Julia, this one I love. I hope that you get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like nervous. <laughs> Revelations, an exhibit of her photos of 50s and 60s weirdos, has been seen in San Francisco, L.A., and New York. Who is Deanne Arbus? Correct. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Go ahead. We can Julia, trade off. Yeah. Whistler gave musical titles to his paintings. Twilight and night scenes were called this from the French for night. What are nocturnes? Correct. <gasps> Excellent. She is <laughs> fucking killing this I know. This she's game. nailing this. She would be great on Jeopardy. Keep going. <laughs> In 1965, he shocked Paris with Olympia, his painting of a reclining nude. Wait, 1965? I'm so sorry. I, can't, <laughs> I, was, I was testing you. No, you got that wrong, right? No, it was just a misprint. Okay, okay. In, let me rephrase. See, she's so good, she knew the wrong <laughs> question. That's just a weird, that's like extra credit for this one. Go ahead. So this, if this were to happen, we would just have to reshoot. Exactly. And then Alex. There, there'd be a new clue. Yeah, exactly. So the new clue is the Byzantines kept busy making these in which small pieces from big pictures on floors, walls, and ceilings. What are mosaics? Correct. That's very Ooh. oddly phrased. Very yeah. oddly phrased. So many of the Jeopardy clues as I've been going through them, the phrasing yeah. is real weird. Okay, ready? Yep. Jesus, she, she's killing this so I far. know. An 1876 review in Le Figaro called an exhibit of this movement an appalling spectacle and the artist's lunatics. What are impressionists? Correct. Excellent. I really wish we had, like, can't, like, you know, clap. Oh, I know. Can Sound effects. clapping? Are anybody <laughs> saying anything right now? Does anyone have questions? people saying stuff. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Sweet. The people are so lucky right now that on my thing that they're seeing this right now. This is incredible. Yeah, she's magical. What a treat. What a treat. <laughs> How many people feel like they're treating, getting treated? I do. No, on my on my thing. Oh. Just tell me, Johnny, later. Okay, go ahead. All right. We're not joshing. In 1769, this portrait painter got knighted. Who was Reynolds? Correct. <laughs> I, I didn't even know that. Joshua, Joshua Reynolds. Joshua Reynolds. I didn't know that. Yeah, but there's, in oh, Jeopardy, joshing. there's often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 God, I have a clue. Who would even, it's too dumb who would to do even, Jeopardy. I just realized how Dumb I am. I can't do Jeopardy. That's, that's a funny Christ. one. Yeah, I thought that was really good. Okay, got it. Uh, a category in the World Beard and Mustache Championship honors this 20th century artist stash. Who is Salvador Dali. Correct. <laughs> the most do you think famous. Alex Trebek would have done this? We, I, I Sometimes have to I've seen him do. Him. Huh? I'll have to suggest it. Yeah, because sometimes I've seen him give stuff away like with... His hands or something. Oh yeah, oh, which oh, is I, weird. Yeah, but I think oh, it's good. I thought she meant that he should grow a mustache like that. Oh no, because I, didn't I mean think that. that's a great idea. Um, but you're yeah. right; he does do that sometimes. sometimes. I think you can't help it. Yeah, it's just part of like, you know. And by the way, she's unbelievable. She's killing everything. This yeah, she's is crazy. <laughs> she's tremendous. I was you like, should see her live. I don't know who she's talking about. Joshua Reynolds. <laughs> All right, Julia, okay. you're gonna like this one. Okay. The name of this type of paint that contains egg yolks. Almost sounds like a Japanese dish, but don't eat it. What is tempera? Correct. <laughs> see, do you remember making tempera, egg tempera in I do. Art, one, art 100? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Who, in your opinion, 
we're going off the track here, but this mm-hmm. is just like extra credit stuff because you're cool. really killing it. <laughs> we know your Jeopardy is 100%, so how's your real-life art question? That's a, good, that's a good question. Okay. Who is one of your favorite egg tempera painters of all time? Oh, that's an excellent question. I'm Thank trying you so to... much. I'm so much better than Trebek. Yeah. I'm, by the way, Jeopardy, if anybody's listening, I am open to hosting. He's going to retire soon. It yeah. should be you. I'm, yeah. I'm totally down. They should, they should keep you in mind. Um, an egg tempera artist. I'm trying to think of who works in that medium that I mm. like. Cause Can like, I answer? For me? Yeah. For me, it's Giotto, I think, because mm. he was an early Italian Renaissance master. And for him, he was really the first person who didn't gild the backgrounds of his paintings. And he used this beautiful, deep, luxurious blue. And so for me, mm. that's the birth of the concept mm. of art being like gazing out of a window, where art mm. is a transportation to the outside world. That's oh, beautiful. I like that. I love that. Mine is, of course, Andrew Wyeth. Andrew Wyeth, whose father, N.C. Wyeth, worked in oils exclusively. His son got into egg tempera and just mastered it and took it to another dimension where I don't think anyone's been able to be so facile with that medium ever mm-hmm. uh, and so realistic and, and especially capturing light. Like He was really able to capture that light like no other master. Okay, who cares? Let's get to the real question. It's my turn. <laughs> All right. So far, you're 100%, by the way. Okay. Well, I dodged How'd that you do one in your SATs? I did very well. What is very well? Um, I got a 790 on my verbal. I skipped one question, and I missed one, and I deeply regret skipping that one, <laughs> even now. Like so what did you get on math? Later, uh, 690. So not quite as not quite And where did you go to college? Failure. Wellesley College. And did you get a degree after that? Uh, yeah, I got a master's degree in supply chain management, which is <laughs> wow. uh, from MIT. Oh, am I, hey, not too shabby, MIT. Julia. In the 1930s, an exiled Leon Trotsky and his wife came to stay with these two married artists in Mexico. <laughs> uh, who are Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera. Wow. Yes. We saw that place together. We did. We did. Well, some of these things, well, and Lizzie, I was thinking of you when I saw the lobster phone. Back to Dolly, because mm-hmm. um, I remember seeing that with you many years ago. So that's... And do you remember also when we were in Mexico that we saw where Siqueiros attempted to assassinate Trotsky and we saw the bullet hole? Yes. Yes. Those so bullet exciting. holes. They let us touch that wall, which I thought was a little surprising. I know. That was odd. I think we were uh, so unsupervised in the <laughs> Yeah. When you say they let us, perhaps we just decided we could. There was no one else there. <laughs> All right. This one you're going to... Enjoy, because we discussed it in the car ride. The puzzling, distorted skull in his 1533 portrait, The Ambassadors, may refer to his name, meaning hollow bone. Was Hans Holbein. Correct. Wow, that's awesome. I like that one because I feel like it's like those two guys are playing dress up as Henry VIII. It makes me giggle a little bit. Holbein painted Henry VIII quite a few times, right? Yeah, I mean, he had a couple of different paintings of him. That's another painter that we need to do a show on. We should just Holbein that one painting is just alone. Like absolute, like he's like a whole. Like there are ripples in the oceans of art history, and there are tidal waves. And he was a, kind of a tidal wave, but I don't think he gets the respect. People aren't going around going, "How Hans Holbein, that guy." You know, people are like talking <laughs> about Dali or Picasso. People forget he was a he was an absolute genius. In 2015, 
After 10 years of study, a French scientist said he found a hidden portrait beneath this Leonardo portrait. What is the Mona Lisa? Correct. Yes. That was tricky. It was. The wording is weird. All right. Yeah, the wording's weird. Justin, trying I have to... one for you. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Edward Steichen led the movement to recognize as art these images whose name means drawn with light. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling the pressure. I told you I'd be bad on Jeopardy. Yeah, but why am I asking you that? I'll read photography. It again. Yes, You're photograph. About photography. What photograph. is a photograph? What a photograph, yeah. Okay. Although it's not Edward Steichen, it's Alfred Stieglitz. I object. Oh. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, Steichen. I mean, he was obviously a an essential member of the yeah. early proponents of photography, but I would not have credited him in that way. What I agree with you. Yeah, that seems odd. It's misleading, but <laughs> it I got is. it. So there you go. I'm not actually as bad as I thought. Okay, this Rodin sculpture was originally meant to be a seated portrait of Dante for the top of the gates of hell. What is the thinker? Correct. Yes. Oh, such mm. a great sculpt. This one, if you don't get, it's going to be upsetting. In 1930, <laughs> Grant Wood's reputation was established by a Chicago showing of this painting. What is American Gothic? Yeah. Excellent. Marcel Duchamp coined the term for Alexander Calder's kinetic sculptures. What are mobiles? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Now this one, I think Justin God, won't know too. She's, getting... she's it's outrageous. She's so good. And my little Jeopardy Julia I've anecdote. All of these except Reynolds so far. You're joshing. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go read. All right. So this one, I think you will enjoy. Justin, in 1546, Pope Paul III appointed this artist and architect of St. Peter's Basilica. Michelangelo? Yeah. Of course. Great. You got to really shoot for her, though. I'm a Jeopardy champion myself of art history. <laughs> this, is not a, this is easy for me, guys. Did you see this? I'm playing alongside her. That's a big deal. It is. Ken Jennings who? <laughs> he painted the yellow house that he had rented in Arles, hoping to establish a studio of the South with fellow artists. Who is Van Gogh? Can we stump her on one of these? Keep yeah, going. so here is my second game, which I hope will stump Wait, her. Wait, I'm not done once. with mine then. Let me keep asking. Oh, I haven't, I haven't finished I'm going to keep going. All right, let's Hieronymus Bosch depicted Eden in the first panel of the work called The Garden. The third panel is Hell. Um, I'll read it again. Okay. Hieronymus Bosch depicted Eden in the first panel of the work called This Garden. Oh, what is the Garden of Earthly Delights? He coined yeah. the term ready-made for every everyday objects he designed as art, like the one he titled Fountain. Who is Marcel Duchamp? Hell yeah. It's the linen term for a mural technique using water-based paint on lime plaster. The Sistine <laughs> Chapel has examples. What is fresco? God damn it, she's I good. Know. Come right, I'm on, gonna, this is I ridiculous. Mean, <laughs> I'd like to make my professors at least a tiny bit proud of me since I was kind of a lackluster student in college. That is incorrect, clearly. Okay, life in the tenements of New York was a favorite subject of this Robert Henry school. Uh, what is the Ashcan Correct. School? Mm. In his homage to Picasso, Spanish artist Juan Gris tried his hand at this movement. What is cubism? Yes. <laughs> it's it's outrageous. No, seriously, watching read. her play is yeah, like no, watching a symphony. All right, this movement began in 1950s Britain, but it's based on American mass media and advertising images. What is pop art? Yeah. All right, one more, and then and I'll try done. to stump you. 
that one is really weirdly <laughs> a phrase, but I'll try. A note formerly on the back of figure de fantasy by this Rococo painter says it was done in one hour. What? I don't even know what they're asking. I mean, I see the they answer. They want to know the artist, right? Yeah. Is it, it was frag, a Rococo fra- painter. Fragonard? Yeah, correct. Okay. Of course. Um, of course, I didn't know that no, one. No, of I course, mean, Julia like, knows. That's the like. I mean, she got it anyway. It was oh, like a weird thing. We're gonna just think. Are people the, blown away right now? She's so good. We are not prepping her. All right, Julia. <laughs> I don't get the question. Last one. One of the few portraits of colonial craftsmen is Copley's painting of this silversmith. Who is Paul Revere? Yes, Very good. Okay, excellent. that one's in the MFA, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And we took that class together. Okay, so you're 100%. You got everything. Everything. You got everything. So I'm prepared in this one area. (laughs) So fingers crossed. (laughs) She's prepared in all of them. So since you are from Chicago, Uh I thought I would give you some Chicago art trivia. Cool. What does the museum Intuit special in? Dance as an art form? Outsider art? Impressionist art? Or contemporary women's art? Oh, it's outsider art. Very good. Wow. What is the name of the Picasso sculpture in Daly Plaza? Lion 2, Study in Steel, City on the Make, or Untitled? It's Untitled. Yes. And that one, do you know that one? It's the one that people criticize as looking like Barbara Streisand. Oh, I've never heard that. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's so good. I've never heard of that sculpture, and I've never seen it. Oh, it's actually the first example of public art in the United States. And I think about it as plop art because Picasso never really went to Chicago. He never knew this particular square. So it's not site specific. He just took a version of a sculpture that he was already working on, enlarged it and stuck it in this square. So kind of interesting. The beginning of public art. And then next it would be Alexander Calder's also in Mm, Chicago. That flamingo. Also very significant. Exactly. You you threw me because I thought... I didn't think that had a title. (laughs) (laughs) I know. All right. I may throw you with this one, too. Which of these famous works of art is at the Art Institute of Chicago? Nighthawks by Edward Hopper. American Gothic by Grant Wood. Sky Above Clouds 4 by Georgia O'Keeffe. Or Walking Man 2 by Alberto Giacometti. And by the way, you can answer, uh, that would be A, B, C, D, E. Who cares? No, I'm kidding. Go ahead, Ann. Which one is it? The Institute. Well, the first three definitely are. Is the Giacometti there as well? Yeah, they're oh, there. Oh Chicago's the best. Nighthawks and American Gothic. They're Damn, right, you they're can't right even stump her on the tricky stuff. Well, the, you want to ask the, for those the two? sky above clouds is, you see it every time you walk down that stairwell. Yes. The Giacometti, I don't know. I don't go in those galleries very much, I guess. You showed me the Tiffany Dome. That was beautiful. Oh, yeah, that's fun. I love that. And okay, also, this, is the, and this is so random uh which museum presented the highly acclaimed exhibit david bowie is dot 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 in 2014 and 2015 a art institute of chicago b smart museum of art c museum of contemporary art or d museum of contemporary photography it was the museum of contemporary art it was unfortunately that is correct. <laughs> yes. Did you guys get to see it? I, it didn't go to too many No, cities. I don't even know what I'm reading. Like, I was like, <laughs> I did not see it. I don't know what. I've never heard. So David Bowie did. Oh, so, okay. So the MCA had this distinction between the U.S. stop for David Bowie is retrospect museum goers could see Bowie's keyboards, his Ziggy Stardust jumpsuit, 
Coke spoons. Coke spoons. <laughs> That's what you remember. Handwritten lyrics and rare performance videos. Wow. You know was, you're famous was, when your drug paraphernalia yeah. lands in a museum. That's just crazy. I well, mean, that's goals right there. <laughs> I, I mean, I love David Bowie, but I don't know if I would go to a museum to see all that. Would it, you, Manny? You would. Okay, yeah, David Bowie is that level. It was very... I would not say that I'm... I'm an enjoyer of David Bowie, like any human with ears, but sure. I wouldn't say I'm a super fan. And the exhibit was super cool. Really, it was tons of costumes. All those, his mom saved like all his childhood notebooks and stuff. It was That's really cool. cool, and the exhibit just was really well done. It had been at the Victorian Albert. It was in Berlin, and it was in Chicago. What was David Bowie's greatest film role. This is an. This is not a Jeopardy question, but I have an answer to that. And you I know an your answer. answer. Well, I have two answers. We'll see if I get one. I know where you already got one. Yeah. I already know what your answer is. <laughs> I mean, I really enjoy his cameo in Zoolander. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. That was going to say his cameo in Zoolander when they're, the walk- other one? when they're doing the walk-off. Okay. And the other one is Basquiat, where he plays Andy Warhol. Oh, you know, I just, I have not seen Basquiat. And I was just reading oh. something about the movie. Something made me Great think movie. about the movie. And then. So Julian Schnabel directed it. Right? Yeah, we did an episode on yeah, it. Yeah, Schnabel oh. directed it, and David Bowie played an incredible, incredible Andy Warhol. He's been really good in many movies. He's actually really strangely a good act. He's just like a weird, talented, authentic human being. Yeah. But I love him in Zoolander, too. Because when David Bowie pops up, you're like, are you kidding me? Did David Bowie doing It's a Walk-Off? You know, like, that's crazy. It's but that's a great answer. Yeah. She even nailed what was going on in my head. <laughs> I know. I was like, don't. <laughs> yeah, it's be good at rhyming. But okay. I, should, I should see Basquiat. That's, that's got to be I'm done with these questions. She's got them all. Sorry. Yeah. All right. You okay. did. She, she got 100%, 100% for on everything. <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. So now that you have played in at least 25 Jeopardy games, including all of your appearances, and you're a big fan of the show, what percentage would you say of the questions is devoted to art history. Is it a minimal one? Do we have a pretty good showing? I think it's a pretty good showing. I remember, you know, there was, you said that Norman Rockwell category, there was one on British artists. I had one in my tournament. There was one about the Rodin Museum that I had. And so that's for specific categories. And then there will be other questions or clues about art. So it comes up. I mean, so that's, that's close to 20% of the time. And I would say probably probably that's about probably about 20, 20 to 25% of the time there are questions about art. Really? I don't know. I Maybe could tell you, it's, I could see I that. It's, it's pretty frequent. I mean, listen, anything frequent. you say from now on, I'm going to believe you, even if it's wrong. So it's fine. <laughs> Although, I don't know. You know, I, I, I have a better sample size than most people of, of times. But those I can think of, yeah, those four those four categories, those four times. So four out of 25, that's less than 20%. But it's that's interesting still though, reading good. through the questions, there are Jeopardy art history darlings. There's a lot about Picasso, mm-hmm. a ton mm-hmm. on Duchamp. And well, welcome to the contemporary art world. Yeah, it's, it's true. the same thing. It's true. A lot on Michelangelo and Rembrandt. There are just these names that pop up with different question iterations. So I thought that was kind of interesting yeah. that there is a lot, but it seems very limited as to who was actually discussed. They had yes. Shepard Ferry on the other day. Oh, they did. I saw I that on like, his Instagram. Are I was you so kidding happy. me? I would, that would be amazing if they were like, who is the painter who created the most worldwide selling poster <laughs> of all time? And then you could say, 
Justin Bua. Who is? That is correct. Right. Who is? Justin Bua. Who is Justin Bua? My that grandfather was on Trivial Pursuit. I was so excited. Oh, I was wow. playing the game and was like, wait, I know that. <laughs> yeah, you <better laughs> the one have. question I know. That's so, super cool. um, I'd like to wrap this up okay. and say, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you crush. And uh, did you film Jeopardy yet? Not uh, yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, hopefully these warmed you up so that when you go in there, you feel completely confident, which I know you you have basically cold, cold ice veins, right? <laughs> because you don't get, you don't get shook. I noticed that about you. You're not somebody that gets shook when you play. Um, and you might not be as, you know, rich as Brad. Is that his name? Brad? Brad the the yeah. wealthiest Jeopardy player of all time mm-hmm. who's, who's ha- made what? $4 million at this Something point? Something like that. It's, um... Unseemly amount. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and as as winning as Ken Jennings, why is he more winning than you? He just won more games. He, I won twenty games, and he won seventy four. So wow. I think it's, it's a lot of games. Yeah, <laughs> and so so the next woman that's won. Next, what what is that? What, like, has she won how many games? Uh, seven. Seven mm-hmm. in a row. These are in a row. Yeah, in a so row. So that's the whole thing. Consecutive games is tough. And also they film five in a day. And so by the end, Julia must be exhausted. Exactly. I always do the first category like with low numbers and I I do decent. And then the second, I just feel like I just go like, oh, I can't deal this anymore. It's like a, it's an actual brain freeze because there's a lot of energy. Like you really use so much energy thinking. So five games in a day is tough. So you played four days. I did. I did. Yeah, I took, they don't tape Five days a week. They only tape a couple days a week. So I took a couple different trips out here to film. Well, I will say that not only are you incredibly smart and incredibly brilliant and incredible, and I'm a fan, but you are our best guest. And um, we've only had four or five. We used to do, we like the show, we actually like doing the show by ourselves because Mm -hmm. we hate guests and they're, you know, no offense, but they're boring (laughs) and really not really exciting to talk to. The banter between us alone is great, but this is my favorite episode and my favorite guest. No disrespect to all the other guests, but you weren't nearly as good as Jeopardy Julia. You were not. Well, Julia kind of wins at life. And final question for you. <laughs> when are these episodes going to air? When can we hope to see them? They will air February 20th through March 5th. That's a Wednesday through a Tuesday. Um, I don't know which dates I'll be on, but it'll be a couple of those. Um, yeah, it's it's really exciting. I'm excited to be taping. And thank you so much for having me on. You are some of the most flattering people that have ever interviewed me. <laughs> so yeah. I feel really good about myself. Good. I feel like I'm in the zone, in the You're Jeopardy in the zone. zone now. In the zone. And We've so got you, you in the zone. Wonderful. And I love, I love Art Attack. So I love to listen and it's so fun to be on. So thank you so much for having thank me. Thank you so much for being here. All right, guys. Peace. <laughs>